Hey, everyone. You found the Don't Suck at AI podcast, where you'll hear from AI industry icons about how their companies are producing successful AI solutions that are changing the way we do business today and into the future. So here's your host, John Lindsay. Welcome, everyone, and thanks for joining us on the Don't Suck at AI podcast. Today, we've got a legal tech show lined up for you as we're welcoming the founder of LexCheck, Gary Sanga, to the podcast. Gary's an attorney and an entrepreneur focused on tech solutions in the massively growing legal tech space. He was a founder of, and I might butcher this too, Gary, Intelligize. Is that right? That's it. All right. Nailed it. Which helped business professionals research regulatory findings and was ultimately acquired by LexisNexis. Gary is currently the CEO of LexCheck. LexCheck is on a major role this year as they were recently recognized by CIO Review as one of the most promising legal tech solutions in 2021. That absolutely doesn't suck. A little applause. Thank you. Thank you. That is epic. LexCheck, and I saw the software, man. It is epic. LexCheck leverages AI and machine learning to create a more efficient and error-free way to review legal documents. We'll dig into that a little bit deeper today. So, Gary, our goal for today was to have you share with our listeners a little bit more about you since you're leading one of the breakout legal tech firms at a time when digital transformation and AI adoption are at the forefront of legal firms and law departments mind. Before we do that, uh, let's take a couple of moments and share with, with our Don't Suck listeners a few things about your background that I might have overlooked. Sure. In terms of my background, you know, I, I tell folks I'm a specialist in making almost every mistake in a book when it comes to startups. So that's my super, <laughs> so that's my superpower. Luckily, I only make them once. And you know, through that, I learned a lot. And I've learned a lot about how to find product market fit, how to find go-to-market fit, what lawyers are looking for, and in particular, the uniqueness of the legal services sector. It's a unique sector. The drivers and the decision makers and just you know why people make purchases are, are very unique compared to other sectors. And it's stuff that, frankly, you just have to learn and live to understand. It's not, there's no playbook that tells you how to sell to and build businesses in the legal tech sector. Man, that is awesome. Well, listen, first of all, on my, our last episode, I had somebody on from the industrial construction division and we know him really well. So I could get away with complimenting him on a smile. And I said on that episode, by the way, Gary, I said, I've never complimented another man on a smile, but if people could see you on this podcast, man, you've got, Bill, tell me I'm wrong. Killer smile, huh? Yes, sir. Killer smile. I'm loving it. You'd almost entice me to use video, but then they'd have to see Bill and I, so that's not happening. Well, I appreciate it. Shout out to my dentist. There you go. (laughs) Well, listen, Gary, so each episode, we always do a don't suck fun fact. I read a little bit about you and that your parents immigrated from India, settled in Toronto, and that the confidence that you have and the work ethic that you have really came from them promoting you to take risks and follow your dreams. I just so applaud that because my parents were exactly the same way. But what I read in there, was that they spoke, and your grandmother too, a dialect called Punjabi. Did I pronounce it right? Correct. At home, they spoke that. So if you can speak any of that, I want you to share with our listeners something in Punjabi. Whoa. All right. Come on. What is it? My name in Punjabi is Gurinder Sangha. Well done. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Bill, I don't think we've ever gone there before. I don't yeah. speak any Punjabi. It's not me neither. So. Yeah. Once, <laughs> once in a while, I can speak English too, but it's <laughs> Very nice. Well, that is awesome. Go grandma. Well done. Here we are on the Don't Suck at AI podcast. So let's dig into a little AI. I recently read a quote from you, which I absolutely loved, where in relation to contract management, you said, 
To really go above and beyond, you'll need to start thinking of ways to accelerate your deals with artificial intelligence. So talk to us a little bit about going above and beyond and give us some, some context as to how AI plays into this. Sure. So first off, you know, we need to talk about what AI is not, right? And so I think one of the, the standard definitions of AI is like the capability of a machine to imitate intelligent human behavior or something like that. That's a big ask. I don't think that's what AI is. Professor Gary Marcus and Ernest Davis, in my view, have a better definition of AI. And it's something like AI is not magic, but rather just a set of engineering techniques and algorithms. So it's a series of tools. So the way I think of AI is it's a series of just cutting edge tools that you should use to turbocharge whatever work you're doing. It is not the Terminator coming in to take your job <laughs> or to automate things. And if anyone promises that, like run for the hills, right? It is a tool, a series of tools that can really just help turbocharge productivity. You know, we all know anyone looks at AI, basically it's just tight correlations, right? You're looking at tight mathematical correlations, kind of how it all works underneath the hood. Okay, so what does that mean? Pattern map, right? So you're looking at patterns. So you have to ask yourself, obviously, if you look at industrial line approaches, there's a lot of patterns. You can have robots do that. Well, even white collar work, there's a lot of pattern-based work that can be done. Legal is no different. There is a lot of work in legal that is just pattern-based. What do I mean by that? By that, I mean not creativity first time you've ever had to do it. Basically, this is how it's done. There's a lot of work that can be done that is manual, that is frankly artisanal, that doesn't need to be. That's how I mean by turbocharging. Well, that's exciting. It's tantamount to freeing up people to do higher value work. You know, if you can Absolutely. take manual tasks away, you've got these high powered professionals that can really do what they do most of the time and not be sidetracked doing manual stuff. But Gary, let's talk a little bit about LexCheck and some of the uniqueness it brings to the market. As I got my first look at the software, one of the features struck me and it was your digital playbook. So talk to us about the digital playbook, how it functions and the customization it provides as your team implements it. Absolutely. So in a lot of organizations we speak to, people throughout an org may not even have a single playbook or basically guidelines on how they negotiate. Oftentimes, it's just literally it's what's in the head of the negotiator who's been doing it for years. Or if they do have playbooks, it's something that's very rudimentary. You know, a couple of pages, don't do X, Y, Z, except ABC kind of thing. What we do with our company-wide digital playbook, and just to back up, that's fine strategy. It's worked so far, but you can see when you give that much leeway, why you get problems down the road, right? Because it's hard to police what people have agreed to. With a company-wide digital playbook, it forces an org to really think about the issues they care about, what they actually want in their documents, why they want things in their document. Because again, you have to understand by inserting language in, or fighting for something, you've added a layer, you know, you've added a transaction cost because the other counterparty has to review it, accept it or fight it or what have you. And do you really want that or not? And again, you have to ask yourself, okay, well, why shouldn't I? But remember, end of the day, why do we have legal? We have legal for two reasons. One, to protect the org, obviously, but two, to shepherd the deal through. And oftentimes people forget that. With a company-wide digital playbook, we actually ask clients to think about these issues. And in the past, a lot of folks haven't spent time and energy focusing on optimizing how and why they negotiate the way they do. Now, that's great, Gary. And, and again, the whole concept of that playbook helping and turning it into technology to shepherd the deal through, 
it doesn't lose sight of the goal. I love to see tech that's not just for tech's sake. This stuff is really practical, right? You're going to help people get stuff done. That is awesome. No, absolutely. And, you know, people often think, you know, look, I'm a lawyer by training. My wife's a lawyer. Everyone I know is a lawyer. That, you know, lawyers get in the way of deals. It doesn't need to be that way. I think lawyers are there as counselors. They're there to protect the organization but they truly can shepherd the deal through. They can be deal accelerators as well. Yeah, it's amazing because in our day, we would always call you guys the anti-sales group. Guilty as charged. <laughs> well, look, let's talk a little bit about, we've just come through a pandemic and it's been a crazy time for firms. It's been a crazy time for us. Everyone's lived through it. Everybody seemed to come out of it rushing towards digital transformation, towards this remote work and legal tech has really taken off. So talk to us about LexCheck and the cloud architecture, the engine behind it. This is really allowing people to do things remotely and even more efficiently maybe than they were capable of doing in the office. Is that true? Absolutely. So a couple of things happened due to the pandemic. So, you know, my first startup, I started right in the at the start of the global financial crisis. So I have a knack for starting, uh, you know, <laughs> doing business at the wrong time. Um, the cool thing about uh, legal is, you know, look, fundamentally, legal is a very lucrative sector, right? Lawyers make a lot of money. It's very profitable. So people oftentimes don't feel a pressure to change or optimize behavior until a crisis arrives. So when you have that shock, it suddenly forces folks who are very comfortable to think about how they can optimize and improve things. So what happened with the pandemic is a couple of things. Number one, you had this resistance to the cloud in the past that the pandemic finally chipped away at, right? And you can understand why, right? I'm sympathetic to the argument that if, you know, hey, if Facebook and Google can get hacked, gosh, you know, what chance do we have? This is critical work and we're legal. You know, why not have local instances, right? And I think the pandemic forced folks to get comfortable with the cloud. And that's really just turbocharged things. So that's been incredible in my view. The second thing that's happened in the pandemic, and I don't, and gosh, you guys are smarter than me. You guys can tell me what happened. But basically, everyone's understaffed now. Like I haven't spoken to a single org that's overstaffed, that has you know too many bodies. Everyone has too much work, whether it's in-house counsel, whether it's law firms, something has happened with the amount of legal work or just the amount of transactional work has just skyrocketed. So now it's not about AI to add efficiencies or you know help with redundancies. Now it's like, gosh, I'm just like underwater and I just need tools to help me you know, get some air. So those two things that happened in the pandemic that have just really turbocharged it. One, the resistance to the cloud has really just you know been chipped away. And two, people are just slammed to work. That's very interesting. You know, there's an article in the Houston Chronicle here uh, about a week ago about uh, law firms here in Texas uh, offering half a million dollar bonuses, sign-on bonuses, <laughs> because there's a shortage of talent and uh, the amount of work is uh, still there and maybe has picked up. So how do you take your existing staffing and make it even more productive so that the demand for additional headcount is is not as severe. The AI, as uh, LexCheck brings, it helps attack that problem head on. Uh, I applaud what you're doing there. But uh, Gary, so uh, let's look into your crystal ball. And can you tell us the pandemic has fueled a push towards technology, just really has accelerated it for reasons we've discussed here. 
and has really prompted a focus on AI and digital transformation over the past 18 months. So where are we in the next three to five years? What doesn't suck next? What does LexCheck see on its radar screen? If you could look in your crystal ball. Absolutely. Look, when I started, when I entered legal tech 14 years ago, I think I knew every other legal tech entrepreneur, like I could count them on my hand, on my fingers, right? It was a very small community. I, I remember when I started, you know, folks would kind of look and I tell them I'm an entrepreneur entering legal. They kind of give me the sad look like, oh, you sure, right? Uh, you want to do this. And, you know, these days, I think that legal tech has really become its own category. You have to understand legal is an interesting sector because it's so profitable for the incumbents, so lucrative. People don't feel a pressure to change at all. Now you actually do have, it's become more, I don't know what you call it, normal or whatnot, but now you can have early adopters. You can have people that can try out new tech. You can have people that have that authority, whereas the past that didn't really exist. So what's happened now is I feel that legal tech in this sector is kind of like where, gosh, marketing tech or sales tech was like 10 years ago, Mm -hmm. right? So I think you're about to see a Cambrian explosion of just technologies, companies, and just so many ways to just make things better for folks. It's not just about helping large corporations and folks that can you know, pay our subscription costs. A lot of this technological advances flow down. There's a lots of people in America that can't afford legal because the price per unit, it is what it is. So this technology, these advances that frankly, large companies are subsidizing for us to develop will flow down as well. So what you're going to see in the next three to five years, my gosh, it's just going to be so exciting because companies can get venture funding. You can have early adopters. People know how to scale. And this will flow throughout society, in my view. Wow, that's that's really exciting, Gary, no yeah. question. So listen, first of all, the information you provide is phenomenal. This has been a great episode. I'm, I'm sitting here recapping some of the highlights for me. And for one, that playbook, that can help your customers, your clients out there use technology to shepherd deals through as opposed to make them take longer and squash them. That absolutely doesn't suck. As somebody who runs a business, as something we've all seen is this calling you guys the anti-sales group, that is absolutely amazing. A couple of statements you made, comfort in the cloud. I love it. AI and using it to survive, not just for tiny efficiencies anymore. It's you got to have it. That absolutely doesn't suck. And then look, nobody's ever came on and spoke Punjabi to me. I mean, give me a break. Are you kidding me? That doesn't suck in the least. That That's going into Don't Suck Hall of Fame, I can assure you. Listeners are going to want to know how they can follow you and keep up with what you guys and LexCheck is doing. So if you will, let's take a minute and share with the family of Don't Suck listeners. Where can they connect with you? Where do they find you? Absolutely. So you can find me on LinkedIn, Gary Sanga, LinkedIn forward slash G Sanga. Obviously, at LexCheck, we like to publish content weekly. You can follow us there as well. So we're big fans of LinkedIn. Awesome. Well, listen, it's been a pleasure and an honor to have a fellow entrepreneur on here to share success. We love it. We want to highlight these types of things. We're going to want to keep in touch with you guys going forward. As again, we see the awards you're picking up. You guys are taking over the industry. It is phenomenal. Bill, what would you add to this? Well, I think it's it's been a delight to, to hear the full story here. I was particularly captivated by the digital playbook and how you're helping uh, legal professionals think at a higher level to think conceptually and try some new things here. So it's been a delight to be on the podcast with you, Gary, and to talk about these things. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank Gary, you. thank you. And, and thank you, listen, to all of our 
Don't suck family of listeners out there that join us each week. We appreciate you coming back. We're going to continue bringing interesting and exciting guests like Gary onto the show. So we're going to sign off on this one. And we got New York covered and we got Texas covered today. So from uh, you know different sides of the earth, I want to say go Astros and that's a wrap, baby.